Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Valorcast. So today, um, we're going to rank the assassins out of ten. So ten out of ten is the best. One out of ten is the worst. The reason I didn't upload uh anything the last two days was because I uploaded two extra episodes. So that's why. If that answered your question, um. So yeah, let's get into the episode. So first, starting off with Quillen, I give him seven out of ten. I also give him eight out of ten, but his defense is bad. He's really close range, but his attack is insane. If you can get on an enemy, that enemy is no like is in big trouble because there's no way he can they can escape Quillen because Quillen has a bunch of charging abilities and uh, assassinate cooldown. At level 3 is 16 seconds, is not a lot. So they can keep on assassinating you, like chase you down easily because it gives him speed and invincibility. And invisibility. No, not, not invincibility, but invisibility. Yeah, I said it wrong, sorry. Um, I could get, So as I said before, I could give him 8 out of 10, but his defense is really bad. So I'll give him 7 out of 10. He's still a very solid hero. So yeah, next is Cricknack. I give him a seven out of ten. So Cricknack, he's used a lot in pro play just because his attack and ability damage is uh, balanced, but his defense is pretty bad. So if he gets on a tank, the tank can probably kill him if it's not early game. But if it's like like uh early game, then Cricknack can kill tanks pretty easily. But if it's like um. Late game, then Krikinek will probably die because tanks are more uh, health and defense. Krikinek is very squishy. But if you like, if you're like targeting a marksman, then you're guaranteed to kill. So yeah, Krikinek very strong. Next is Kira. I give her a six out of ten, uh, mostly mostly because Kira's attack uh, isn't that good. Her ability damage is fine. Her defense is pretty bad, but uh, what's really good about her is because you can jump in, do a bunch of attacks, then jump out, and then and then jump in again, jump out, and do a lot of damage, and then you can like S two and do damage when the enemy try to go into chase you, and then they go into the the triangle maze, and then you have far range attack and they take more damage, and your alt fading phantom, uh. Let's you um, go into walls or go through walls and gives you uh, a max level 50% movement speed increase. And at level 360, a second cooldown, so it's also very good. Um, if it, but it's only bad when like a lot of people are at once like in giant group. So if you try to attack them, in your, if you're in the wall, then they'll know, then they'll like start t- chasing you. So it's pretty bad because Kira, Kira, sure she can escape, but her uh, defense is low. If they have a crack or something, just pull Kira close to them, and Kira's no way going out. And yeah, to give her six out of ten. So yeah, next is Naycroft. In my opinion, Naycroft is also a six out of ten, mostly because. Uh, 
Well, every assassin's health is very bad. Nickroff is also very bad, but his ability damage and his come is pretty good. But his difficulty is also very high, just because um you have to know when to go in, when to uh flip backwards, or when to use your alt. Because when you use your alt, you stay there, and it makes you a very easy target. Kind of like Kira, jump in, jump out, and then get a kill, and then jump out again. So yeah, give him a 6 out of 10. Next is Enzo. I give him a 6 out of 10 too because Enzo, um, his difficulty is so high. He's easily the most difficult hero to use. Sure, his attack damage is really good. His defense is pretty bad. His ability damage is not that high either. But like, it's really annoying when you use it so the enemies get really annoyed because you can chain them slam them down they get stunned due to capitate them and then you keep on stunning them it's very annoying and then you just kill them with your normal attack he's very strong in my opinion but he's very hard to use and he's very squishy so yeah i give enzo 6 out of 10. next is zada give him a 5 out of 10 just because his defense is horrible. His attack damage is horrible. His ability damage is uh, really good, but his difficulty is also very high. And it's very hard to use his ult. You have to uh, use the right moves to make him start flying around. And uh, even then, before you can fly around, you already lose half your HP because, as I said, Zada is very squishy. So, yeah, Zada, not very high. Yeah, next is Volcaf. So Volcaf's uh defense is is like not the best. It's like it's it's in the middle. His attack damage is also in the middle. His ability damage is slightly over middle. His difficulty is middle. So this guy is very average. Um, in the right hands, this guy uh this Volcaf is super powerful and super scary you can literally kill anybody but if like it's a team fight Volcap can't really do anything because if he uses alt people people can still snipe him from distant like bjorn or Talnaz. and if it's like the ocean you can still freeze him and the horse so yeah that's why i give Volcap a 7 out of 10 mostly because his s2 he relies a lot on it if he wants to uh kill them one one on one you just uh take out the hand and it hit somebody and you can use it again and stab the person uh from very far range it does a lot of damage direct damage is level six three hundred sixty and tier two tier damage is six hundred fifty so does a lot of damage if you use both um abilities it's like one thousand one hundred ten I believe I'm doing fast calculation. Um, probably not, but um, yeah. So Volcap is very really solid when you're assassinating somebody. But if he's if he's the one getting assassinated, then you know you better run. So yeah. Next is Zuka and Zuka. His health is very bad and his defense is very bad. That's what something you have to look out for. His difficulty is very high because his both. His first two moves are very close range, and his alt is pretty slow to land on somebody. His attack damage is really high, 
it's almost full. His ability damage is middle. But Zuka, he's really squishy. So it's not really easy to kill. It's really easy to kill him. And when he uh, goes on you, it's not very something you have to be worried about. Because you can just kill him in like a couple of shots. Because uh, he's very squishy. So give him a 5 out of 10. Sometimes he can be very good, but sometimes he's just really horrible. He can't really do anything to the enemy because he's super squishy. So, yeah. Next is Raz. Um, Raz is that... I don't really understand why he's an assassin because he's a mage. But I now I, I like kind of did the thing in my mind to process why he's an assassin. Now I know why because... He's very good in 1v1, just like all assassins are. Because uh, his ability damage is full. It does His uh, fireball does so much damage, but he's really squishy. His normal attack damage is pretty bad. Uh, his difficulty is very high. It's like 9 out of 10 difficulty. So he's one of the hardest to use. Because so, he had to... Uh, like, all his moves are very skinny, except his S1. So he had to... Uh, Either aim or just auto aim, which is just tap the button. So yeah, Raz, I give him a seven out of ten. Next is L'Oreal. It's kind of like Raz. I don't understand why she's a assassin when she's a mage, but you know she's really good in one v ones. She's horrible at team fights. Her, she's like the squishiest hero in the game, in my opinion. Her attack damage is also the worst in the game, but her ability damage is the one of the best in the game. Her difficulty is really high too, so uh, it's very hard to use her. And her moves are surprisingly pretty close range, even though she's a mage, but she's also a assassin, so yeah. So L'Oreal, I give her a 4 out of 10. Mainly, she does a lot of damage, but she's super squishy. You can, like, two-shot her, and she's dead. So, yeah, L'Oreal, 4 out of 10. Next is Aerie. Um, Aerie, I personally give her a 7 out of 10. Even though her attacks are slow, they do an insane amount of damage. Uh, her attack damage is full, but she's pretty squishy, too. Her ability damage is pretty bad. Her difficulty is pretty high. But if Eric can get on somebody, that person is dead, no matter what. But if she's in like a team fight, um, she's she's like really dead because there's no way she can run away. I mean, um, most people mostly play her in Slayer Lane because she's a warrior. But you can also play her in jungle. So if you play her in jungle, then it. Just an insane amount of damage, like a 1,000 something or so, something crazy like that. So, Aerie, very good. Next is Yina. And Yina, um, on my other account, I main her as well as Omen. Um, Yina is so good. Uh, her squishy, she's very squishy, but her attack damage is super good. It's one of the best in the game. And her ability damage is very low, though. It's, like, middle. 
not super low, but pretty low. But her difficulty is very high for some reason. I can understand that because when you use your alt, you connect the swords. It makes her slower, so it's also hard to use. Um, and her when you use uh your when you're in your alt mode where the swords are connected, all her moves are super slow. Her S two takes like five attacks, and it, and it takes her really long. She's like spinning around. Her S one it takes long to charge and does the giant uh, energy attack. So that's pretty unfortunate and it makes her a little squishier because like it takes her a long time to uh do her moves so that's pretty bad too but other than that i give yina a seven out of ten next is butterfly and butterfly kind of like volcaf everything balanced but her difficulty is Slightly lower, just because butterfly, all you ha all you can do is spam. First, you alt S two S one, or you can do other way around. You just spam, and you can do good. Um, butterfly at max level is is insane amount of damage. Whenever the other team has a butterfly, I'm like super scared because butterfly is one of the best assassins in my opinion. But in team fight, she's one of the worst. But in uh, like. 1v1, she's the best, or one of the best. So, yeah, Butterfly, very high on this list. I give her 7 out of 10. Next is Batman. I give him 6 out of 10. Um, He's super squishy. His ability damage is pretty crap. His difficulty is, like, um... 6 out of 10-ish. His attack damage, though, is 10 out of 10. But it's pretty hard to aim his S2. And his S1 is very slow to charge at somebody. Not, not his S1. Alt. His S1 is very close range. So Batman's pretty hard to use. But if you can get on somebody, like other assassins, there, there's no way the enemy can get out. And yeah. Next is Murad. And Murad, I give him 6 out of 10. Just because if you teleport at the wrong place, the enemies can be guarding the statue you left there, and then you just get killed. But other than that, uh, uh, Mur Murad is very strong because his ult, it will do a lot of damage and go back to the place where he was. So it's very useful if you want to attack somebody and go back to your own place. So yeah. Next is Ryoma. His difficulty is very low. Just because like Butterfly, all you do is spam and you can do good. His defense is actually pretty high for Assassin. It's about like 6 out of 10. His attack damage is also 6 out of 10. His ability damage is 5 out of 10. Um, so he's a very balanced hero. Some of people say he's broken. Some but people say he's balanced. I think he's a balanced and sometimes broken hero. So, Ryoma, I give him 7 out of 10. Because his attacks are very strong, too. Next is Amelie. I give her 8 out of 10. Amelie is just super OP. Um, Her defense is really good. Her attack is very good. Um, She's a warrior and assassin. So she does insane amount of damage and she's pretty tanky. 
her difficulty is very low just because you can just spam like um other other assassins like butterfly or ryoma and her ability damage is pretty low but you won't really care about that because you already be killing everybody before you even notice so yeah emily very high next is zill and zill he's the squishiest hero the I think he's even squishier than L'Oreal. L'Oreal might be more squishier. I'm not really sure. But I think Zell's more squishy. Because he's like 1 out of 10 uh, constitution. His attack damage is pretty low. It's like 4, 4 out of 10. But his ability damage is 10 out of 10. His difficulty is 8 out of 10. Just because um, if you teleport to somebody, you might get ambushed and, you might, and you'll die very easily. But if there's only one person one enemy there and you're sure of it then zill is like one of the best 1v1s in the game you can just teleport alt and then when you're low hp use s1 and this s1 actually does a lot of damage 400 damage and return damage is 600 so combine the max level level six uh damage is 1000 which is insane his s2 the base damage is 460 at max level and the uh, tornado his level 3 is 800 damage, which is in absolutely insane. It gives him invincibility, so you can't get attacked. And there's so much damage, um, which is also very, very insane. So, Zell, um, I give him 8 out of 10. So, next is Arrow. I give him a, um, a 5 out of 10, mostly because Arrow... Um, he's very hard to use because the drill thing, the opponents know how to dodge it very easily. Uh, his S1's pretty close range. His S2 is very powerful, but is very slow too. But if you have the right build and, um, right enchantment, right arcana, Arrow is a monster. He's so strong. He can, like, destroy everybody. He can even destroy tanks. Only if you know how to use him. So he's pretty hard to use in my opinion. And yeah. Next is Wukong. Wukong, I give him a 8 out of 10. Though he is pretty squishy. His attack damage is 5, five out of 10. His ability damage is 5 out of 10. His difficulty is 5 out of 10. He's a very balanced uh, hero in stats. But in when he's playing, he's not balanced at all. He's so good. He has so much damage. Um, like, literally nobody can stop him when he's max level. He, like, he can one-shot you with his S2. So, there's really nothing to do about it. If Wukong's on top of you, then you're pretty much dead. So, yeah. Next is Rictor. I didn't even know Rictor was an assassin, but he is. Well, Rictor's defense is good. His attack is good. His ability damage is also very good. And his difficulty is like pretty high too but that doesn't really uh, matter because Victor is such a beast these days he gets a buff if he's in a bush he gets a buff if he's on a road if he gets a buff if he's in the jungle he gets different buffs in different uh places and by the way his s2 he can block um attacks for 0.75 seconds and then uh and then after that he does his, uh damage around him so his brush damage is at max level 500, his non-brush damage at max level 400, so add that together is 900 damage. 
His alt base damage is 80. Damage from explosion, 700, so 780. That's also very insane. And his S1 jungle strike. Um, level 6 is 120 damage. And then swing damage, 300. Normal attack damage, 150. And cooldown, 8 seconds. So add that all together. That is 570 damage. That is insane. And Rictor, such a beast. I give him 8 out of 10. Next is Zephyrus. I give him 4 out of 10. So sorry for Zephyrus mains. I don't think Zephyrus is that OP. If he's in the right hand, Zephyrus is very much OP. But most of the time, Zephyrus, um, his defense is pretty bad. His attack's pretty bad. His ability damage is fine. His difficulty is pretty low, too. But Zephyrus, um, his ult is very hard to land on somebody because it takes a pretty long time to land. The S2 makes you just stay. It's kind of like Ryoma's ult, but, like, a little weaker because it's, it's less damage, I think. And his S1 is, like, any basic other S1, like, Baldum's S1, except it's worse. So Zephyrus is kind of like a worse version of every hero. So, yeah, Zephyrus 4 out of 10. Next is Elsu. I don't really understand why he's a marksman, he's an assassin. Maybe he's just really good 1v1s. So Elsu, in my opinion, he's a 6 out of 10 just because he's very good long-range attacks. But if close-range... There's no way he can escape unless he has his ult ready, which shoots and jumps back. And he does a lot of damage. He's very squishy, though, so you have to uh, watch out that there's no enemies nearby in the bushes. So you have to stay in the range of a tower before you snipe. So there's another tip for Elsu. When you're using your ult, you can shoot and jump back toward the enemy so you can, uh, so you can go in front of the enemy and then you just shoot them with your normal attack and then just die so that's a really good tip for elsu and lots of uh pros use it next is pain pain i think he's nine out of ten because pain he gets banned like every pro match he's just so op he can just smash you with his ult in like this is like 20 tiles away he can S to you, and then you're pretty much dead already. His S1 is super OP. He can have a ghost and travel to any place he wants. He does insane amount of damage. His defense is 5 out of 10. Attack damage, 5 out of 10. It'll be damage, 9 out of 10. And difficulty, 5 out of 10. So his uh constitution, attack damage, difficulty are the same. But his ability damage is so OP. All his moves are so P and there's a reason why he's 23,888 coins. Next is the Flash. Um Flash is also a major assassin. Uh his defense is surprisingly high. It's um like about 8 out of 10. The attack damage is 5 out of 10. Ability damage 6 out of 10. Difficulty uh 7 out of 10. So in my opinion, Flash is a very balanced hero. He does a lot of damage. His offense is really good. His speed is really good because he's a flash. Uh, his attack damage, ability damage is also very good. And he just like he can act like a, he can act as a support if he wants to. His ult just he turns invincible. Nobody can attack him. And then he just does a bunch of cyclone stuff. And then 
uh, grabs all the enemies and brings them closer, and it does and stuns them for a second, I think. And the base damage at level three is one hundred sixty, but the vacuum damage is a thousand, and that's just insane. Think about it: one thousand one hundred sixty damage with one alt. That's just really insane. And the base damage, uh, for his S two two hundred fifty, his base damage for his alt, uh, base damage is three hundred level six, and additional damage is six hundred. So add that together is nine hundred damage. Flash is just really insane, so I give him an 8 out of 10. Next is Liliana, another mage assassin. Her difficulty is really high, but the fact that she can turn into a wolf and turn back to a normal human form is so good. She does so much damage, and it's super helpful uh, when you want to attack enemies from long range. So, I give her a 7 out of 10. Next is Varus. I give Varus a... An 8 out of 10. She's a very balanced hero. She's, she's, her defense is the best. Her attack damage is the best. Her ability damage is fine. Her difficulty is also pretty average. But if you can chain combos, like one by one, then she's a absolute beast. She does so much damage if you chain enough combos. You can stun after stun, stun after stun, stun after stun. And your enemy gets really annoyed. So, Varus, I give her a... 7 out of 10. Next is Florentino. Florentino, I give him a 10 out of 10. Florentino's after the nerf, he's still OP. His attack damage is awesome. His ability damage is awesome. His difficulties is also surprisingly high. His He is also uh, very squishy too. So I had to watch uh, about that. But he's so good because it's low HP that somebody's an enemy's like recalling in a range of a tower. You can just jump in with your no, you can just stun them with your S one, jump in, cut the blossom, teleport from all three sides and just kill them and escape with your boss uh charge move. So it's very um strong because um Florentino can like pretty much kill anybody in like a matter of seconds all by himself and in a skilled player he can take on uh five people at once which is really insane so florentino i give him a 10 out of 10. so yeah um thank you for listening to this episode and if you like more of these episodes uh Please leave a five-star review, and like always, play some more ALV, and I'll be back tomorrow. Bye.